In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. When I was in middle school, I watched a show called Charmed, in which these three young women, who happen to be benevolent witches, combat evil forces which plague the world. And in one particular episode, they are tasked with saving a young fairy princess called Thistle from the trolls who kidnapped her from the Enchanted Kingdom. Now, the Enchanted Kingdom is separated from our world by a thin veil that can be crossed only through portals called the in-between places or the tween places, such as doorways or shadows and even midnight when one day turns into another. So it is at these places where the sisters must take great care because all manner of thing can happen and all manner of thing can exist in these tween places. But it is also these places which allow the sisters to enter the realm where they can accomplish their goal of saving the young fairy princess, which they do. Now, while this show is completely fictional, this episode does point to the spiritual truth that in-between places or tween places are incredibly significant in our lives. We, as humans, experience so many in-between places. We spend nine months in our mother's womb in that space between non-existence and existence in this world. As literal tweens, our bodies begin to change and transform, leaving many feel scared, feeling scared and uncertain. It is in the middle of the night when we are lying awake in the darkness that exists between one day and another, where worries and concerns can creep in and send our heads and our hearts into uncontrollable spirals. It is when we are waiting on a diagnosis or test results to come in that fear of the unknown seems to run the show. And finally, the act of dying is itself a transition from this world to the life to come. As Christians, we experience even more in between places and times. The moment in which the waters of baptism wash over our foreheads signifies the moment we die with Christ to one life and rise to life lived in and with God. On Easter Eve, we literally live into the liturgical space that exists between Good Friday and Easter. And finally, as Christians, we are aware of and live into the truth that we are living in the already, but not yet. In that time and place where the kingdom of God has come near, but has not yet fully dawned, we live in the in-between place between heaven and earth, stalking the borderlines and striving to bring the sacred into the ordinary. And while there are a lot of metaphors present in this passage today, sheep, a sheepfold, a shepherd, a gate, a gatekeeper, a pasture, thieves, and bandits, our gospel reading this morning on this Good Shepherd Sunday 
assures us more than anything that Jesus is with us in this in-between space. In fact, Jesus as the gate is this in-between space, and that makes all the difference. Now, gates and bars and doors don't always have the most positive of associations in our world. As theologian Debbie Thomas points out, most of the time, people associate gates and doors and bars and doorways with separation. Think of how often we use a gate or a door for exclusionary purposes, to keep a person inside jail, to keep people with ill intention outside of our homes and ourselves safely inside, to keep a puppy siloed into one area of the house, or to maintain privacy. But Thomas invites us to ask, what if Jesus is a different kind of gate? A gate that opens out instead of closing in. In other words, what if Jesus as our gate is not only an assurance of the fact that we have a God who serves as our protector, a God who puts God's self between us and the dangers of this world, but is also an assurance of the fact that Christ is the one who resides in and is that in-between space, that space which allows heaven to touch earth and earth to touch heaven. The one whose very presence in that space allows us to touch heaven, to touch the eternal, the sacred, here on this earth. The one whose gates lead us out to the green pastures and still waters, even in the midst of the deserts and the chaos of this world. As a people who live in the in-between, and the already and not yet, we are well aware of the fact that all manner of things can happen here. All manner of things can exist here. There are deserts, spiritual, physical, and mental. There is chaos, there is brokenness, there is pain, there is death. And our readings today do not deny this reality. Rather, they recognize that there are thieves and bandits. There is evil and sin who people, and people who cause us trouble. These readings acknowledge the fact that we can at times find ourselves walking through valleys where the shadows of death close in around us, but they do not leave us there. Rather, in the midst of these realities, in the midst of the brokenness and the sin and the darkness and the death, Jesus proclaims a new and equally true reality. We are not alone. We are not alone, most especially in those in-between times and places, those times when we cannot see or understand clearly, those places when we are fearful and walking through the valley of the shadow of death, those moments when we fear the ways of the world might overcome the ways of God. We are not alone because Jesus is our gate the gate through which we go in and go out in this world. Jesus is the gate and is therefore that in-between space where heaven and earth meet, 
that space through which we journey through this world as followers of Christ, that place where, as Debbie Thomas puts it, freedom in this world begins. Because the truth is, there is darkness, but there is also light. There are deserts, but there are also green pastures. There is chaos, but there are also still waters. And we know this because like Jesus, we are people of the in-between, a people with one foot in this world and another in the kingdom to come. And therefore, we are a people who commit to journeying through the gate that is Jesus rather than jumping the fence or going around it. That is, we are a people who commit to returning over and over and over again to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of the bread and the prayers, so that we can be led to that green pasture in the midst of the desert, the still waters in the midst of the chaos of our lives. As a people of the in-between, we are a people who commit to going through the gates of Jesus in order to sink into communities of self-giving love, like those described in Acts 2, so that we can experience that abundant life in the midst of the scarcity and brokenness of this world. As a people of the in-between, we are a people who commit to going out into the world through the gates of Christ in order to bring the love of Christ, the kingdom of God, into the world, in order to expand and deepen and broaden that in-between space, that space where all things are possible, things like love and grace and forgiveness and compassion. We are a people of the in-between, a people who commit to living and dwelling in that holy tween place all the days and moments of our lives, that place where heaven touches earth and earth touches heaven, that place where Christ lives and dwells and reigns, that place where our good shepherd not only watches over us, but beckons and leads us out into the world, calling each of us by name. That place where abundant life springs forth from death and darkness. That place where hope and love always abide. We are a people of the in-between. Thanks be to God. <laughs>